Hit it. Hit it. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. We back. Got my mic back. Got the sound right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had some tef- technical difficulties, but we back. It's the Separate the Two podcast. I'm your boy, O-King Johnny. O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny with my co-host. So you and you stepchild G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick James. I look better than Rick James. Separate two. I put it like this. I think if it wasn't for the show and promoting the show or whatever, right. I'd probably be done with, with social media. Yeah, definitely. Separate got a lot of regular ass chicks that's got a lot of followers. hundreds of thousands. You know what I'm saying? All the ones that's got big, they insta, they uh, OnlyFans shit. Right. Or they didn't so, show their ass at some point in time. <laughs> Separate two. Oh, what was your first pet's name? He's like, oh, I had a pet. This is my pet. <laughs> but you don't realize, you know what I'm saying? This is all the shit they ask you on them little security joints, you know what I'm saying, when you're filling out shit. And you like that. Papa was a rolling stone, but now I got rolling stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama. Young niggas smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey. If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him an ice dot shovel. Ice. Dig your own grave, nigga, you played yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You played yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? Yeah. I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. Go. I can see through the fuck shit. fuck shit. I think that my skills get better. Get better. With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela. Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever. Who? How can I help you? Nobody judge you but God. God. You can watch us beat the this is no cut, no facade. Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge. We gone. I'm spending cash, no card. I'm liking her natural ass, no fraud. If she got a fake ass, of course, girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this yours. From the back, from the back, we enjoy. Honey rack, I'm attack with my boy. Got the clip poking out, we be showing. Anybody check out, we be the Separate the Two Podcast. I'm your boy, O King Johnny, here with my partner, G Deck. Yes, sir. You can find us on. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also check us out um, on separate underscore the underscore two. If you go to that Instagram page, you will see a link in the bio. If you hit that link, it will give you access to every platform that we are on. So if you want to share with a friend, that's the link to use. We finally got that together. It's a separate two podcast. That <laughs> I'm feeling great. I meant to see too if I uh the Apple joint let you do the little um icon joint for your home screen like the Google joint did. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. What you mean? So uh I was trying to put the get somebody the the link to the show or whatever when you was creating the, okay. the whole thing or whatever. So when you scan the the scan joint that you sent me, yeah, yeah, it sent you to what you talking about. Mm-hmm. And I hit the the one for Google, and it took me to the Google Podcast uh, place. But, okay. but when you hit it, it says add a shortcut to your home screen. So when you hit the the little three dots in the in the corner, it puts a actual uh, icon on the uh, on your home page. So now you can just click that and go straight to it. And I was like, oh shit, wow. I'm an actual icon now. Like that was that was pretty cool. Like it kind of took me oh, back so for a moment. I was like, damn, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody's icon oh, on the screen. Up. You know what I'm saying? Like that was lit. That's what's up But that was a Google thing Yeah so, so I wonder if Apple could do it I ain't even think about trying it But yeah Yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to check that out um, Also you can um, request us on your Alexa Amazon device 
Right. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Separate the Two podcast, and it will play the latest episode. Did you ever try to do um, episode by the titles? I haven't yet. Okay. Yeah, I'll try. Matter of fact, when we finish tonight, I'll uh, I'll try that. Okay. Good thing we but, keep um, our titles short, so you ain't got to say nothing crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do keep it short. We got to come up with a title for the night. But we here, and um, man, I'm telling you, I, I, I've, I have, I have to get in the habit of writing my thoughts down because I be having so much stuff run through yeah. my head during the week, and by the time it's time to record, <laughs> it I be forget gone. all that crap. Right, and that's what my problem but, is. I do too much talking throughout the week or throughout the day about shit. Yeah, and then when I get on here, it's like. I try not to talk about shit I know we're going to talk about, but then still the right, stuff right. that I be talking about, I'm like, damn, this would have been great for the show, <laughs> but uh-huh. it'd be too late. <laughs> I do it all the time, man. But one of the things um, that that popped out, in, oh, before we get to that. Yes, before we get to that. It, it is our anniversary. Let's do a drum roll or something. We need some music. We made oh, it. We got to play. We got to play. Uh, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Right. It's our anniversary. <laughs> we made no, it again. So we were supposed to talk about it last week, and it totally slipped my mind. Right. Um, our first episode ever was June 6, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And we are a year in, and I tell you, this year has flown by. It did. Well, no, I take I it. Think, it didn't to me. It didn't to you. Nah, it felt like we had been doing this for a while. For only be a year. I, oh, I got you. I, I think it was the the week to week that once we because we came out the gate going week to week, right. like every week we was dropping a show, and those shows started adding up quick. Yeah. I was like, God, we rolling, you know what I'm saying? And I guess for me, you know, I didn't do every you and you show. I was only on there like mm. once in a while, once a month. I started doing once a month, but I wasn't on every episode. So to be on True. on here and do every single episode, it just seemed like. A lot of time had passed. So then when I when mm-hmm. I looked it up or when I asked you about it, you was like, Oh, it was just it was this week or last week or whatever. I was like, shit, like we this this felt like forever, but <laughs> we here. Yeah, it's only been a year. Right. But we rolling. We rolling. I'm proud of us. Even though we've had to take some breaks along the way yeah. through the schedule conflicts, different things like that out of town, blah, blah, blah. But I think for the most part we did a really, really good job yeah, this being year. Consistent. Of really being consistent, yeah, and so we're gonna we're gonna get back on that. Um, Definitely. Uh, don't forget to check out you and you network on Instagram. If you go on there, you can see the uh, link tree to all the shows that are under the you and you network. Um, shout out to Unprocessed Knowledge. Shout out to uh, Three Stars, Two Bars. Shout out to A Taste to Consider. Shout out to the newest uh, podcast, Coda Sheen. Yep, there you Did go. Coda right? uh-huh. Sheen. Sheen. Shout out to Low. Um, I had fun working with Low. We was going through his whole thing and getting through his technical stuff. And <laughs> I was walking him through how to set everything up. And and, and shout out to Lo, man. Lo, Lo was getting things, picking things up quick. And then he just started rocking and yeah, rolling, Yeah, he man. started rolling. And I was going to – I know he kept asking me, you know, like my thoughts and stuff. And I was going to tell him, but I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to give him like two to three episodes and, and see where he, where he goes from there. Because I actually thought, like you said, he started off a way. And then once he kind of found his groove – it was like mm-hmm. he got comfortable. It was like, yeah, okay, we mm-hmm. rolling. So I, I, I'm curious to see how these next couple joints go, but I think he got it. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a throw this out. This, this is some behind the scenes stuff that nobody uh, uh, would know. Oh, he giving exclusives. Low actually recorded that show three times. Okay, and because we were trying to work through some technical things, mm-hmm. 
So I will tell you this. I heard Lowe's very first show, like the very literally first. very first show, right? Mm-hmm. And he had to, we had some technical things. You know how I am about sound, definitely. So we had some <laughs> we had some technical and, things. and it's rubbing off on others. Good, <laughs> good. So um, it, it he went back a second time and he did it again, and I was like, wow. I was like. I still had some issues with it, but I was like, man, that was so good. I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe we should just go with it. Damn. And he said to me, he was like, nah, I like having to do it over because I'm getting more and more comfortable. Right. So it was like he was he was he was basically three shows in for his first show. Got you. If that makes sense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So but I think it's gonna get even better. I told Lo, I said, Man, you're a natural man. You definitely, just roll with definitely. that. That was good. That was good. But he always right, so, he, he always had his his thing. That's why I kind of encouraged him to do it because he, mm-hmm. he he knows some things from a different side that that most don't want to talk about. And I was like, no, right, you know, right, long right. as you come with with some some backup, you know, everybody ain't got to agree. But as long as you make some sense, yeah. you know, it'll yeah, be a yeah. good conversation for people to have. It's just like with us; everybody don't agree with everything we say, they, and I don't expect everybody to. They better you know? agree um, with this shit. <laughs> but no, but I always say I say this we represent a thought. We represent a thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um shout out to uh uh I can't even think of his name right now. It's a guy I listen to on YouTube. He he deals with a lot of black histories. And one of his Dr. Um, Uma. No, not Dr. Uma. <laughs> one of his Dick lines Gregory. though, on, no, <laughs> one of his lines is um I'm just here to make you think. Hmm. And one of his latest episodes that I listened to, he was talking about how Harry Tubman was completely made up. It's not a real person. Okay. And that crap blew my mind. Dang. And after after hearing him talk about that and uh, coming across a couple um, recent stories that have gone viral from uh, blogs and stuff, one of them was uh, James Harden had paid uh, $100,000 to Sweetie to take her out on a date mm-hmm. or whatever. And James Hahn came out and was like, that's a complete lie. That yeah, would never hope happen. So. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's 100,000. Yeah. 100, yeah. And then another another story came out where um, they said Jay-Z and Mariah Curry had this big I did see that too. And she came out and was like, that's completely false. You know what I'm saying? But I had already had read an article about her leaving Rock Nation because her manager mm. is partnering up with a different company. Mm. And so naturally... She was taking her clients with her, Got basically, you. to this new company. But they made it like, oh, it was this big fallout. Right. And it made, I say all that to say, it just made me think, how much stuff we believe is to be facts? That's complete bullshit. Right. <laughs> A lot of shit. But that, A lot of stuff. That's the thing, with, especially now with uh, social media, it's... Everybody's right because everybody has a voice now. So it's like mm-hmm. I can say it whether it's true or not. You know, I'm just like everybody. Everybody's a news anchor. Everybody's news resource. Everybody is, you know, the source of the news, whether it's right. big or small or whether it's, you know, their friends or whatever. But everybody's right. Everybody. <clears throat> I take that back. Not to say everybody's right. It's more of quantity over quality. Like the more shit I throw out. You know, eventually, y'all will think that I'm credible. So it right. don't have to be right or wrong. It's just I'm allowed to just throw shit out, throw shit out, throw shit out, and then eventually something to stick. But it's giving everybody a sense of entitlement. Like my voice matters. You know, I got a hundred thousand yeah. followers. My voice matters. Like nah, nigga. Like you still, 
you know, but social yeah. media has given everybody the platform. And I think giving out false information really irritates me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I'm like, why can't, what's so hard about just telling me what it actually is? Nah. Like, why we, why we have to stretch it? A lot is more fun and, than the truth. You know, who wants to hear Mariah Carey was, was, was leaving willingly to go start another company? Her and Jay-Z beefing is, you know, that's more entertainment. You know, that's clickbait. You know, I'm going to go read that article. I ain't, I don't want to hear about her walking away mutually or peacefully. I want to hear some, some drama. So that leads me to my other thing. Why do we love drama so much? Oh, well, why do people love drama so much? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I necessarily love it. But it, it shows that you're not alone. You know, I think a lot of people uh, deal with a lot of stuff in their everyday life. And then when they gotcha. see other shit going on, it's like, hey, you know, it gives me a moment to kind of walk away from my troubles and realize that, you know, somebody else got it worse than me. Yeah. But it, it really it's really put me in this funny space where I don't even like something might be completely true and I don't even yeah. bother because I'm like, how do we how do we decipher what's what's facts and what's fiction? Because. No matter what you talk about on this side, you have somebody on this side right. opposing every thought, every situation, every idea, and it's like, I guess how what do we matters, know which is real. You know, what I'm I guess it's more so what matters to you. You know, what I'm saying even with the Jay Z shit, I seen it, and I'm like, okay, you know, what I'm saying like it ain't nothing that's gonna stop my day. Like he got millions yeah. of clients. You know, what I'm saying so. Okay, he yeah. lost her. They had a falling out, but I know Jay Z ain't gonna tell me the story. I know Mariah ain't gonna tell right. the story. Right. So I don't really, you know, it, it don't really get my attention because I know we're not going to ever hear the truth, especially when it comes to them two. Now, some things will get my attention. I'm like, oh, damn, I want to hear this side. And I'll go looking when mm-hmm. people start talking. But if if you mm-hmm. know ain't nobody telling the truth or going to talk about it, then it's like, all right, what do, why waste my time on it? But then it takes me back to the hurry your tummy thing. Like, that's a major, major. Yeah, that's that has crazy. Been, I should say. A major thing in our history, right? Right. To find out that the shit was completely made up and and fabricated, it's like, yo, but what else have y'all made up and fabricated Ooh. that us as black folk lean on so heavily to be everything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I guess too with that, when we need. Especially as black people, we we lean on quote unquote superheroes. You know, we mm. need someone to kind of look to or believe in. You know, like the mm. Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus or somebody like we we need that to help us in our everyday life. But to speak on Harriet Tubman, and I know this is totally off subject, but I mean, it ain't off subject, but it's, it's off seriousness. But I remember watching the movie. What's, what's the joint called? I don't even know what it's called. But I remember recently watching the Harriet Tubman movie. Because I, I never seen it. Okay. And the whole time, I'm sitting there like, man, when is she going to get to the bus? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when are we going to get to the part where she won't give up her seat on the bus? <laughs> I literally watched 90% of the movie before I realized <laughs> this is two different people. <laughs> Literally 90% of the movie, bro. I got all the way damn near through the movie and realized you two different people. You something up Rosa with Rosa Pop. Pop. Yep, I did. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, and, but you know what's crazy? The whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, where, no one has a car. Like, no one has 
they riding horses. Like, when do the buses come in? Like, does she need to leave? <laughs> it literally didn't dawn on me until I was damn near oh, in man. to the end of the movie and was like, shit, this is somebody different. This is Harriet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt bad for that one. Oh man! Speaking of speaking of watching stuff, okay, and I meant to talk about this weeks ago. Oh, um, me and my kids, we was in there flipping through the uh, flipping through the show movies or whatever, trying to find something to watch or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, with all the talk of LeBron doing the new Space Jam and all that, uh-huh. I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? They they got this thing where they like to see. Stuff that I watched when I was young, okay. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I put my son on the DuckTales. I put my son on to, like, all these little animated joints I watched. And they get a kick out of, like, oh, this is, you know what I'm saying? This is what Daddy watched <laughs> when he was young. But then they found a new version. Because he showed me they got a new version of DuckTales. So, he's into that. What? They got I didn't new- know that. Yeah, they got a, yeah, they got a new DuckTales. They got a, a lot of little joints. They got new versions of it. So I know they got new chipmunks. They change that shit all the time. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but the Ninja Turtles look scarier than than Oz. Yeah, they do look kind of yeah. spooky. Yeah, they do look spooky. But um, so I was like, all right, I was like, let's watch Space Jam. I was like, you know, what I'm saying this is something we had when we was young. You know, what I'm saying I wanted to see if they would be into it mm-hmm. or whatever. So we watched the joint, and I'm watching, and I'm like, all right, you know, what I'm saying everybody know me. Know I'm a huge Jordan fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, people, people, I have to remind people of that because I talk about LeBron so much. I'm like. Y'all do know, like, I'm the biggest right. Jordan fan <laughs> there is. So, you know so that's even more reason why you should listen. <laughs> yeah, but that's a whole other right. story. But anyway, I'm I'm watching the joint or whatever, and I'm like, I'm like, dog, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. That's I terrible. Remember. I'm watching the joint, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I ain't never watched this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga seen now, the commercial. <laughs> don't, get, don't get me wrong. I've seen like bits and pieces from over the years, like seeing clips from it. That's terrible. You know, th- but I, not even realizing, like I've never literally sat and watched this movie from beginning to end. When did it come out? So I have to look that. Oh, up. Okay. That was a, I feel like they used to make us watch this in ago. school or put it on in school or something. Nah, I do remember. I know I've seen I Space Jam a million times. I think I even had the tape. It was 96. Okay, yeah, they definitely wouldn't play that in school. Right, 1996. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, damn, this is the first time I actually watched this joke front to back, and I just want to say that joke was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That, no, that movie is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I'm like, maybe maybe it was great in 1996. In 96, right, that, yeah. That joke is horrible in twenty twenty. Yeah. Trying <laughs> trying to watch shit now is probably totally different. Man, Jordan non acting ass, the the graphics and all that. I'm like, right. this joint was horrible. But, but that's even like I with, just seen Space Jam. That's that's crazy. That's even like with, with video games. I know a lot of people now be like, Man, I wish I had the old Nintendo or the old Sega. I'd play this and that. And I'm like, bro, like that shit sounds fun, but I promise you, you won't. And they was like, you think so? I'm like, no, because it. we've come so far in technology and graphics. Like the shit looks stupid. I remember one Thanksgiving, we had went over uh, their uncle's house for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And he had the Sega joint, you know, you plug into the TV with all the games and shit. And my kids was young at the time. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all about to love this. Like, this is what I grew up on. Like, yeah, hook it up. So he hooked it up. My son got on the controller. They played this shit for like 13 seconds and was over it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, it ain't it. Like, it just, we've come too far to go back you to right. that kind of shit. You right. Even you don't even have to go as far back as Sega, cause um, so Xbox. If you have the um Xbox, what is I forget what it's called, but whatever. You get the pass where you can play whatever games or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got that for the kids or whatever. And some of the games that you could play on there are old 360 games. It don't look Xbox 360, and it don't look like they was they got this Sonic joint they play. They love the joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now it looks better than what it looked like when it was on Genesis, right? But it's compared to now, it still look kind of corny in the mud. You know what I'm saying? They they play it because they 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 new to games. You know mm. what I'm saying? They four and six, so every little video game to them is they impressed by it. Yeah. But I'm looking at that joint. I'm like, man, this joint is yeah. ain't nobody, light years uh, yeah. away. <laughs> ain't nobody playing that shit no more. <laughs> we ain't playing that yeah, shit, man. But just a, just an observation observation about you know, uh, or just a thought I had just about how things are going nowadays, like. But I, need, I tweeted something. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I need more insight on that on the Harriet Tubman thing. Maybe we can get Scott to, I, to to talk about it. No, I ain't gonna read shit. I'd rather listen to it. <laughs> like, I rather No, it's a it's a you it's a YouTube video. Okay. It's all it's yeah, all I'll yeah, watch it's that a then. video. Yeah, yeah. It was it it was very interesting. He um I'm gonna send it to you though, cause he got a lot of stuff on there that'll raise your eyebrows. Okay. Like, yo, there's some wild shit. Yeah, so but um I had tweeted something uh not too long ago. Uh, that we I feel like we have reached the end of socials, and what I mean by mm. that is, I think social media, we it's like we don't have nothing else to talk about. If that makes sense, hmm. they done debated everything. Yeah, they done argued about everything. Everything has been, you know, basically ran in the ground to the point that now you get on your timeline. And people are back repeating yeah. the same stuff we've already talked about and debated about and argued about over and over again. I, th- I guess it takes a different level of of maneuvering because after a while, you know kind of how to stay away from certain things and, and move a certain way so you don't see a lot of shit. And then we don't really live on it, so we know how to kind of get away from it and, and deal, mm-hmm. in, deal in the real world. So it don't really bother me as much. It don't bother me, but I, my deeper point to it was we socialize so much on social media mm-hmm. that I get in the room with people that don't they don't talk. Damn. Now they they socialize all on social on media, Twitter, but if you got in the room with them, they, ain't, they don't got nothing they ain't to talk talking. about. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I like to, I and like to spark some debates and, and conversations. Me I guess too. the, especially at work, you know, we always coming up with some shit to talk about. Me too. Yeah. But what I've noticed on social that. media, and it, this what blew me, it kind of this this kind of bothers me, and I, I just don't understand people. So you know, I follow Forty ers Twitter, so I follow a lot of people who like the team. You know, and some mm-hmm. people have shows, so they're kind of in the hierarchy of the the fan base on social media. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you know they they normal people, you know what I'm saying, but they mm-hmm. they've built a some kind of you know social media following and fan base. Mm-hmm. So it's one guy in particular, cool guy, you know what I'm saying, but 
he'll he'll you know I to me I feel like he's genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll he'll go at if somebody say something crazy or attack, especially like a female or something, he'll go smack. You know what I'm saying? He'll he'll defend or he'll defend the team and not aggressively, but he going he gonna go mm-hmm. to the point where he starts to get suspended a lot. And I've slowly noticed that people set out to do that. No, no, to to follow his lead and try to get suspended. It's like your the goal. Oh. Yeah, the goal now is to be <laughs> him, get people riled up so I can get suspended. And I'm like, why? I mean, but again, in in in, <laughs> in the world, you have followers. You know, everybody's not an individual. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know that, and I and I try to tell people all the time. I love individuals. I don't want me. Mm-hmm. I don't want another John. I don't want another Rip. I don't want another Little. I don't. I want individuals. I want you to be mm-hmm. you. Be comfortable being you. But it's a lot of people out here that just not. They haven't found themselves, so they try to latch on to other things. And I'm like, these are grown people trying to be another dude they've never met. You yeah. know, but just for social media likes and and acceptance. You're going out of your way to to get suspended, and I'm talking about right. out of the way, John. Like I'd be like, bro, like seriously, you're asking to be suspended. Yeah, it's it's weird. social we media has a hold on, yeah. on on people. Yeah, we in a weird time. We in a weird time, and it's it's for me. I I always have this struggle. Like part of me is like, yo, I'm over it. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's a news source I, for I, me, honestly. It is a news source, but I guess it's the redundance of it that kind of gets to me after a while. I'm like, yeah. y'all just keep talking about the same thing over and over and over yeah. and over and over. And then if somebody come on there and and talk about something w- worthwhile, Mm-mm. they shun that. Yeah, like want to hear that. You know, we don't want to hear that. Don't want you nothing know? new. Yeah, it's like y'all just y'all cool with just arguing about how well a steak should be cooked. <laughs> you know, men ain't men are trash. Right, women. Everything uh, everything the men do is gay. You know what I'm saying? How everything, much? Yeah. How much a date should cost? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit yeah, like that. It's like it's like now. Don't get me wrong. It gives me good content, but <laughs> right. But we can't talk but, about it every week. <laughs> yeah, but we can't talk about it every week. I mean, it's just like. I guess I just want folk to expand their horizon. Like mm. it's there's other things to talk about. Speaking you know of what I'm speaking of social media, and, and I noticed this the other day. I guess it's it's crazy too how things become normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like no matter how I'm, I'm about to give you an example, but like no okay. matter how the before or whatever, it's like right now things can become normal. So I, mm. <coughs> I'm about to die. Put my hands up. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. So, still, <laughs> almost died. I was say somebody get him. Turn him upside down. Right. Well, hit me on my back. <laughs> um, I was noticed, and it's crazy because before the previous four years, um, okay. Of of presidency, maybe before that too, but the last four kind of made it a thing. Okay. So I was sitting back recently, and I'm like, "Where the fuck is Joe Biden? <laughs> like, 
We don't say where is he? We don't never hear from him. We don't hear about him unless you know some something mainly. But I'm so used to Donald Trump for four years yep. giving <laughs> us something to talk about on social yep. media daily that it became normal to me while I was sitting around like, bro, what the fuck is Biden at? Like he ain't gonna talk. He ain't gonna tweet. Like give us something, bro. But that ain't the normal. It That's wasn't before, <laughs> but it wasn't before. But now I'm used to. I'm looking for it. Like, where's this Bama that is at? So true. And I was like, bro, so <laughs> that true, shit was man. crazy. I was like, I haven't heard from this dude. It makes you feel like he ain't doing nothing. Right. Like he he just somewhere chill. Like no, the nigga working. He just, right. You know he doing what people. I don't tweet every single thing I'm doing. He doing what the what you should be doing at president. But the last four years made it normal. And the funny thing about that, what you saying, I used to always say, it's no way Trump is doing anything because all he does is tweet. Right. When does he take a break? No matter what time of the day. But it, it's amazing how things can can be one way uh-huh. and then and then start off and then turn into a normal. That's kind of yeah. like like yeah. like with like with me. Everybody knows I'm not a phone person. You know, do not call me. I will. I don't care who you are. If you my mom, I will watch the phone ring. Once you once it hangs up, I'll text you and be like, "What's up?" Like everybody knows that's me. <laughs> but the moment you let's say you, I, I talk to you two days out the week, you know, so I give you two joints, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, you calling me every day, and I'm like, "Bro, like, how did we get here? Like, this ain't normal." I, you know, I'm not a phone, <laughs> but it's just it, it's just certain things just just become normal all of a sudden out of the blue, and you like, how did yep. we get here? That's a fact. That's a fact. And that shit was crazy. I was like, this nigga Biden, is he alive? Like, <laughs> somebody check his and pulse. You know, you know, another thing that has become normal, and it's it's scary when you think about these shootings, bro. Man. And not to say shootings weren't already happening, but it's being recorded and posted so much. It, it's it happening. Makes you feel like, frequently. yo, that's all they doing is just out here shooting. But we, <laughs> we we were we were forced to be inside, you know. But the, yes. with the virus, we was forced to be inside. We was forced to shut down, and everybody was like, "Man, this ain't right." We, I want to be back to normal. I, I miss going here. I miss doing that. Blah blah. blah. As soon as we get out, na- motherfuckers going crazy. Now it's like, nigga, I want to be inside. I don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We yeah. begged to get yeah. back outside. For the world to go crazy now, it's like nah. I don't want to be outside. I want to be back inside because <laughs> like it's like it's caged insane. animals. It's insane, bro. And it's it's almost like folk are going out, just setting out to do stuff to be recorded. Yeah. That's what it feels like to be known, like to show, go viral, you, to to to. Yeah, you sent me a video where it was a bunch of girls dancing on a police car. Mm. And the police car was slowly driving to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That joint was definitely stolen. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, the police car was stolen? I mean, Chicago. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it was stolen. Whatever the case may be, the thing that stood out to me is everybody's out there with their phone. Recording. Recording. And I'm like, is this all people go out to do? But, bro. I remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say no, go like the video. Uh, I think you sent it, or somebody might have sent it in the chat about the the lady who got hit or something, and the police yes, came out I there. Sent that. Everybody's recording. Not too many people is trying to help or anything. Like yeah, everybody yeah. had their phone out yeah. instead of helping. And it's, it's 
it's the gift and the curse. I mean, the recording is good because the, I think, uh, you know, street people on the street reporting what's going on, I think is a good thing. But it's also bad when it becomes, like you said, people doing stuff just to be recorded and to go viral. You know what I'm saying? It's like, at what point do we get back to human decency? You know what I'm saying? It's like. We would have never recorded ourselves on a cop car. Like, ever. No. No, because why would you do? Because that's just straight criminalizing yourself. Exactly. And then the. And then these people that go out and do crazy shit and think they're going to get away with it. Like, it's always somebody somewhere recording. Always somebody We watched recording. a video where the two, come to find out they were two 15-year-old, boy and a girl. She was a security guard in front of uh, Lennox Mall yesterday. Damn, it was a boy and a girl? And I didn't know that. It was, yeah, it was a boy and a girl. They, was 15, they caught them. They was uh, both 15. Mm-hmm. They caught them a few blocks away at a, a Western hotel. I did notice the but, Bama that was holding the gun seemed a little shaky. Like, they didn't really know what they was doing. I wonder if that was a girl. That probably was. But my thing is, it's ca- cameras are everywhere. Everywhere. Right? There are traffic cameras. There are security cameras. Fucking ring cameras. With cam- ring cameras is people with cameras on their phone. I can record with my watch. You know what I'm saying? Fact. It's like there's cameras everywhere. For you to go out here and do, you're going to get caught. And I came across a video. It was, um, so in security, we have these, um, these, uh, uh, it's, it's a software we use that that's on, it's like an app almost Okay. that goes on your cell phone. And what we do is like when I open when I open new contracts or whatever and I set up the system for the security officers mm-hmm. to be able to do checkpoints, like if it's certain areas I want them to check while they on shift, we could set up it's a little little barcode thingy that you put on wherever you want it at. <coughs> they go with their phone and they scan that and it lets me know they checked it at this time, at this time, at this time. Okay. Right? But within that same software, they, the, there's a heat seeking system in there. Basically what it is, a uh, GPS what it is is I could pull up right like right now my officers are working. I could pull up right now on a computer if I wanted to and see exactly where they are at in the building. Okay. All right. But so not not I, video but more so like the the heat thing. It'll be yeah, it'll be like a little mechanism moving. Right, so right, as right. they moving around, I would see it moving on my computer right. like oh, they in the conference room. They on but not like the actual Bama, like you don't see. No, not okay. like the actual person. Gotcha. Right. So fast forward, I recently came across a video, and the, the police have a system like that. Right. But basically, the cameras that they're putting in the neighborhood, they're heat seeking, so they can pick up body movement. Mm-hmm. So the cop was saying in the past when they when they staked out, they had to, you know, you had to. Go out there super early in the morning, two, three o'clock in the morning, sit in your car, try to kind of be undercover, right. try to figure out where the trap houses are. Bama saying sit on rooftops on. and shit. Yeah, sit on rooftops all the time. You got to scope out and try to figure out, you know, what house is pumping the drugs. Mm-hmm. But now with this camera and this technology and this heat seeking they have, they can actually see it. Would it, basically it would show them. All the movement that's happening in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they can pinpoint where everybody is going right. to. 
All they had to do was lock on one specific place, and it was showing how many people was going to this place. Going to that spot. Within a week's time. So it cut out everything else and just showed activity to that one spot. To that one spot. And they said in this particular video, they said this particular house that they was watching was obviously was a trap house. He said they had about four to five hundred people visit this spot. He was like, obviously, right. this ain't just a, a normal house. <laughs> you know some four or five hundred people. Unless they got some of mama's cooking in there or something. All right, me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like technology. Lala was back gotten, that thing cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but technology has gotten to the point where you're not getting away, bro. No. You mm-hmm. not getting away. And if I'm not mistaken, in this video, it was pulling up people's names. Yeah, it was doing something. Yeah, that shit was crazy. It was pulling up people's names. So you think about they're now not only able to record you, but it's automatically telling them who you are. Right. Especially now, with the phone and I, all that shit. Yeah, they probably got all yeah. kinds of shit. Now, I'm going to rewind back in about, uh, I want to say 2013, when I was when I first was getting my um, arm license, right? Mm-hmm. My instructor, he's a um, he was a former police officer, but he was into for, he was working in forensics, right? Okay. And he was telling us in class this wasn't known to the public yet, but they had uh, scanners where they were going into stadiums, and they take this scanner, and the scanner would scan the audience, right? And it'll identify everybody that's in the audience. Now, at the time, they couldn't talk about it because it was technically against the law for them to do this. Mm. But he was saying a lot of this technology they started working on after September 11th because they wanted to use it to be able to find find prospective terrorists in these big arenas, Mm. right? I say all that to say this was, what, eight years ago? Right. Yeah. So imagine how advanced Definitely. that technology yeah, is yeah. at this point. Now he was saying this scanner was scanned. So if we were sitting in the audience at the Wizards game or at the Hornets game or at a Nationals game or whatever the case, and they scanned that joint, it would say that's Jonathan, that's Gregory, that's Boom. You know what I'm saying? And and you would think like, well, damn, well, how did they get all this information? When you scan on your, you think. The technology so sweet on your iPhone that you right. can just open it by scanning <laughs> your face. Niggas got all that shit. Or, or you go on Instagram and you use these apps and put these filters all on your face where they getting that. And they they bringing all that data down. That's why you got all this back and forth going on in Congress with Facebook and cell phone companies and Congress wanting mm. this data. And they trying to keep the data from Congress. And all. Listen, they got your data. They know who you are. And I say all this to say... You're not getting away, fools. Like, let's, <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop this foolishness, yeah. man. It's it's getting ridiculous. That's crazy. It's but ridiculous. but they, but they always used to talk about cabin fever. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. we're seeing it Absolutely. in in reality. You yeah. know, we're seeing it in real time right now. Like people been cooped up so much they forgot how to be human. Mm-hmm. Like we talked mm-hmm. about before, was it throwing the stuff on the uh, the athletes and shit, and then you shootings mm-hmm. and the. It's just every, it's like people going crazy, but we mm-hmm. <laughs> we wasn't down that long. People, like mm-hmm. I get it, you know. It was I, we felt like our freedom was taken away from us. Yep. Well, I, well, I guess nah, I ain't gonna say that, but yeah, <laughs> we felt like our freedom was taken away from us. But in reality, I mean, you could still go outside. 
you know, you wasn't trapped actually inside your house. You could go outside, you could enjoy, you know, fresh air, but you couldn't do the things that we was used to doing. But to make that make you go crazy, it makes no sense. So, okay, um, so Kevin Hart recently, I guess, in the interview said that white privilege, white privileges, white privilege <laughs> was uh, <laughs> still a white thing, privileges. right? Yeah. Was still a thing, and it was it was at a a height right now, all t- yeah, all time, all time high. high right now. So Bill Maher went on his show and basically told Kevin Hart. To shut up and dribble, <laughs> I mean, in a, in, in, in a, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, you know, what I'm saying he pretty much said that, yeah, you know, it's it's racism still exists and it's still around, but it's not at a height like it once was back in the back when the Tulsa uh, thing happened and back in slavery times and all this. He pretty much said, no, it's not that bad. So basically, what Kevin Hart was saying wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Hart basically came back and was saying that the fact that you saying something like this or you felt the need to to comment is is pretty much showing your ignorance. Like we should not be still dealing with, and we say it all the time, we should not mm-hmm. still be dealing with the same shit we was dealing with four hundred years ago or forty years ago or you know what I'm saying whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, things have quote unquote got better, but they still. Are at a point where none of this should be happening, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a conversation I was having with my man. Like, yeah, of course we're you know it's it's twenty twenty one. We have we have a little bit more freedom to roam, you know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's twenty twenty one is still not equal is a problem. You know, the yeah. fact that yeah. that it still exists is is a problem. You know, we, we're not really getting anywhere, in my opinion. You know, yeah, we have, we can work, you know, we can we can uh, go places, we can drink from the same water fountains, yeah, we can we can use the same bathrooms, but we're still not looked at as equal, and that's a problem, because it's 2021, and I think that's what Kevin Hart was pretty much saying to him, like, well, like the Capitol, for instance, if there was a gang of black people, it would have been bodies on the floor. Niggas wouldn't even made it to it'd the steps. Yeah, yeah, and it would have been, but it would have been, but it would have been justified. Like yep. these terrorists yep. are trying to take over. Yeah, we gunned them down, and it would have been celebrated. But white people do it, and it's just like, you know, it's it's met with resistance. You know, they they were allowed to to infiltrate the the building. One person got killed. Mm-hmm. Out of thousands that rushed it, or however many it was, hundreds, whatever, rushed it. And even with the mass shootings, you know what I'm saying? It's just like everything is happening. Well, more than more than one got killed because several Capitol Police officers died gotcha. from that situation. Yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's just like it's still out here. Even though yeah, it's it's yeah. not, we're not in shackles and picking cotton. It's mm-hmm. ain't, it ain't that, but it's still here and it's still uh, prevalent right now. And it shouldn't be. And that's what Kevin Hart was mm-hmm. saying. But for him to come on here and pretty much try to say, oh, it's not as bad as, as slavery, you shouldn't be upset. Like, mm-hmm. you're proving the point. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher is is what we call disconnected. That's did, a disconnect. Wasn't he the one who said, didn't, didn't something happen with him and an N-word or something? Oh, I don't know. Because remember, Ice no, Cube had Bill to come on the show. Wasn't, wasn't that him? Probably. 
Probably. I don't know. Well, you should have did some probably. research. I probably had I should have had that ready. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But but Bill Maher's that's a disconnect. And some when it comes when it comes to black folk and racism, mm-hmm. white folk need to learn to shut up. Right. And the reason why I say that is because no matter what, you're speaking from you're speaking from a position of a person that has not ever had to go through or deal with yeah, none of you this. The outside shit. looking in. So, so therefore, you are not an expert on what the fuck black people feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? And t- to, to to yes, like like Bill Maher said, and I get what his what the point he was trying to make. It's not as bad as you know what we had in Tulsa and what we had in Rosewood or or slavery or the, during the civil rights movement. Yeah, it's not as bad, but it's still bad. Yeah, but but it is bad. It's a different and I'm kind of bad. Why it's bad. <laughs> yeah, you still have you still have police um, executing people. I'm gonna just say people because police kill everybody, black, right. white. But when it comes to the black community, we know how things have gone with with drug drug laws and uh, the amount of black men that are incarcerated, mm-hmm. um, police brutality. When we talk about um, when we talk about uh, politics in this country, I mean, I, I probably should talk about this, but the government building I work in, I, f- I find it interesting when I walk through and I see all the pictures that's on the wall of all the top uh, people that's involved with this government organization. Mm-hmm. Bruh, it's 99.5% of course. white. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And, and, in 2020 in 2021 um the median net worth of a white family is $171,000. The median net worth of a black family in in 2021 is $17,000. That's crazy. So to so to that's why I say it's a disconnect. To sit there and say oh it ain't ain't as bad. It is as bad. Yeah. It, it is as bad. Because you let me work now, you know, for pennies, uh, uh, (laughs) forty, yeah, forty to eighty hours a week, and and make money. I'm still the lowest paid when I do it. You know what I'm saying? Hardest work. Um, just because you let us buy homes, you still charge us a higher interest than you charge everybody else. You know what I'm saying? To to we've seen stories of people try to get appraisals on their homes, black folk, and they get one appraisal, and then they let their white friends step in and do the appraisal for yeah, them, and they get hundreds hundreds thousands of dollars more. So don't you know that's that's why I say it's a disconnect. It's a complete. You live in your white privilege, mm-hmm. what Kevin Hart was talking about, and you can't relate. You can't relate. You can't understand it. And it's None of that. and it's crazy to. For them to 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 be able to say they don't understand it, they don't see it. That should make them uh, sympathize with us a lot more because y'all no, that, y'all. That, but but let me stop you real quick. Uh-huh. The word is not sympathy because they have sympathy. What they don't have is empathy. Okay, empathy. empathy you know I don't got a GED, so your, that's different. No, but the reason why I say that because empathy means put yourself in right. somebody else's shoes. Now I feel sorry. I feel sorry that. Y'all are still on the on the bottom of the totem pole, right? But it, 
Empathy is putting yourself in, in that position. And then if you show empathy and you put yourself in our shoes, right. then you wouldn't say some of the dumb stuff you say. Because you see it, you know what I'm saying, every day. And in the same way they don't understand it is the same way I don't understand how people can uh can 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 have this these feelings for people, humans, just because they're a different color. Yeah, like we we bleed yeah. the same. We're born the same way. We die. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 are all human, the human race. Mm-hmm. But you'll say because you're darker, your your life don't don't mean as much as mine. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched a, a video the other day of a guy pouring uh, salt and pepper on a plate and asked. Mm-hmm. I think it was his daughter, young daughter. He asked her to separate it, separate the salt from the pepper or whatever. And of course, she couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So he was like. This is this is a reason why I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, "This is this is how I want you to live your life. If you don't see, if you can't separate these two, understand they go together and don't view nobody differently because of their their color of their skin. You know, and mm-hmm. it's it's crazy because the color of our skin tells yep. people that we don't deserve the same as they do. Yep. That, and you can sit back, that's what it boils down to, and you can mm-hmm. sit back and watch shit constantly happen and know." Know the truth, and to say, mm-hmm. "Oh well, because because Kevin Hart, you know, you you're the biggest actor in the world. You you shouldn't be saying these things." But he, it, it's the truth. Whether it's coming from him or me, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, to, to tell him that he pretty much don't have to to worry about it, he does. You know, because somebody out here, I guarantee you, there's a policeman somewhere in fucking Utah that if Kevin Hart come through there one night and he pull him over. He gonna treat Kevin Hart like a nigga, because oh, 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 because you 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 ain't supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he gonna look at you like, oh, you think you the man because you rich? I'm gonna show you mm-hmm. that cause I can do whatever to you because the color of your skin. He gonna have that thought process just off the color of your skin. And Kevin Hart got children, right? You know. Kevin Hart got children that have, that's going to have to, one day he's going to be gone, and his children's going to have to navigate this fucked up world. It's like what I said a few episodes about my kids. Like, you know, sometimes I feel, I'm like, yo, why do we bring children into this nonsense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This shit is fucked up, man. It's fucked up, you know? And it's funny, I was having a conversation with with um, with somebody at work, and I know we like to, I, I know we like to um, not, not, give money a level of importance but i was talking to somebody at work and i was saying you know one thing that you could never do is have too much money Mm. and when you think Hmm. about when you think about you can never have too much money i don't care where you are you can never have too much money well you i i say that because i remember watching a documentary i hope you don't lose your point but i remember watching a documentary uh where to invade next, Michael Moore. And uh-huh. they was overseas and they was talking to this uh owners of this company, you know, billionaires, whatever, millionaires. How they was rich. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, they were saying that they was like, we give our employees uh the raises, the time off, uh, et cetera, whatever. She was like, Why do we need more money? Why do I need to be more rich? Like, mm-hmm. they deserve it. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. need more money. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. it's people out in America, we hold money to the to the highest extent. Well, outside mm-hmm. most uh, a lot of people don't. You know, they they know how to share it and they they understand that 
if you're happy, you know, in your home financially, whatever, you're going to make my life happier because you're going to come to work happier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in America, but, but it's t- like the, the the more money you got, the more power you got. Yeah, and I'm not giving but up it, that but, power to nobody, especially no but niggas. That still, that spills. That still speaks to my point. They're saying we've we've made a substantial amount of money, so we're able to give more, mm-hmm. right? And I'm saying, who's this? The reason why I say you you talking about the the, the foreigners, the company owners, okay. were saying, yeah, yeah. I thought we're, you were going back we're to million, I am. I'm still in my point. Okay. The millionaires are saying. We, you know, we've made a substantial amount of money, so we're able to give more. Yeah. We don't need to keep all the money. Yeah. We can give more money and still be good. Yeah, that's right? what she said. He's like, why do we need to be more yeah. rich? <laughs> but to my, so back to my point of you can never have too much money. Even in that, because, like what you said, because they're giving more to mm-hmm. the people, they become more productive. When they become more productive, guess what? They get more money. They make more money. This is true. And when they make more money, guess what? If they keep that same mentality that we don't need to keep it all, now they can expand and help even more people mm-hmm. because now by me giving more, I've generated more, and now I can help even give even more to other people right. and generate more and so on and so on. The problem with Americans, a lot of Americans, especially when we reach a certain plateau, we, my father used to always have a saying, you know what I'm saying, don't eat the seed. That's what you're talking about. They made money. They put. They took that money, that seed, and they put it back in the people. Gotcha. And because of that, the business grow. Mm-hmm. What we have the tendency to do as Americans, we're greedy. Mm-hmm. So we eat the seed. They eating all that shit. Yeah, the grass, we would the rather. Dirt, the seed. We would. Yeah, we would rather uh, Mayweather. I, no, I want to use Mayweather. No. He been. They pick on him enough. Right. Let's say. Um, <laughs> let's say. Uh, uh, I don't know. Give me somebody. Anybody. Uh, Kevin Hart Fucking Okay let's say Kevin Hart yeah. Okay Since he here Kev, Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart was spend And he stole my moment So I'm still bitter <laughs> Kevin Hart was go and spend Six figures mm-hmm. on a vehicle And already have ten vehicles Got you That's eating the seed Got you why you why you 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 have this money where you could take this money and it, it ain't even necessary about directly giving money to people. Mm-hmm. You could take this money and create avenues and situations that would generate more money that would help more people. Right. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. In return, you will make a profit off of it. Mm-hmm. But we see too much. I got a perfect example. There was a guy that recently got his chain snatched. He spent yeah, 20, he spent 20 he, won, he won 30k. He won 30K and spent 20K. 20K of it on a chain. That's eating the seed. Yeah, this is why you don't you give niggas want... money right there. <laughs> but no, 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 no. We have to We have to st- stop eating the seed. Yeah. Maybe I need to call this show. That don't yeah, eat he the definitely seed. ate that whole fucking seed. Stop eating the seed. Yeah. That $30,000 could have created an avenue of money. Right. Somewhere now, and he could have went to Raheem the jeweler and got one for for fifteen hundred that looked the same way as the twenty k did. Then he, he could have got a fake one that looked just as good. That's what that I'm way saying. When he got robbed. Yeah, he, he went like, out of I got you four more. What the fuck you mean? Right. <laughs> but but that let's say we know everybody is not business minded, so everybody's not going to take money and go start a business. I get it. Mm-hmm. We know that everybody don't have money, to, don't know how to invest money. I get it, but. We got to stop this because I don't know how to do something. 
I can't learn it. You can learn it. You can learn. Or you could get with somebody that knows how to invest your money, that knows how to start a business, that help you get this stuff going. But black folk, if we come into large sums of money, we got to do better with the money That's right. and stop eating the seed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, um, I, I, I forget who it was. Somebody said that over over the years, you make all this money. No matter what, what type of job you work, what type of money you make for mm-hmm. a living, right? I was listening to Dave Ramsey one day. He had a guy call in. The guy made, he was retired, but he, over the years, his highest income he ever made was $55,000. That was the most he had ever made. But as a retired man, he's worth $3.5 million. Mm-hmm. And so Dave was like, okay, well, tell us how you did it. And he talked about how over the years, instead of uh, buying homes, he was like he was never able to afford big homes. He would mm-hmm. buy these small homes. He would live, them, live in them for a while, and then he would move on and rent it out and then go get another place on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. right? He said then he got with somebody that taught him, that gave him some um, investment tips, to, some places to invest money in. He invests money in it. And this man has never made over $55,000 in a year. Mm-hmm. But he sits as a as a retired man worth three point five million dollars because he took the what what a lot of people say is just a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. He took that money and he found ways to make it to put it to work. Yeah. And we gotta we gotta get more like I don't know how we got all the way over. That's okay. We gotta because I got get, something to we, that. Yeah, we gotta get more on that level and stop. Just throwing money at dumb shit, but and myself included. But it's myself not even. Included. It's not even money, honestly. It's it's a mindset, and it's crazy because we just kind of had this conversation. I had the conversation with one of the guys uh, recently, mm-hmm. and we, we was talking about um, we was talking about living. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, what I'm saying kind of being on your own, living or whatever. And he was kind of taken aback because of somebody he knew. Um, who who wasn't on their own or whatever, but he found out this person like had shoes galore or whatever. You know, he was just like, I don't understand. You know, I'm thinking he's like this guy come to me all the time, kind of talking about you know making it seem like he ain't he ain't making enough or he ain't getting enough money where he can he can do things. He see me working two jobs and he make it seem like, dang, how you how can you afford this or why you doing this or whatever whatever. So I say that to say. When he found that out about the shoes, he was like, man, like, I don't, you know, I feel stupid. Like, I felt sorry for you. But, you know, you got the money. It's just about where you placing it. Yep. And I told him, I said, we we as people have a way of telling ourselves shit is not achievable. Because yep. we try to go from zero to 100. You know. That's a fact. But this guy, he could, I know for a fact he could probably go out here and get him a place. You know, apartment, maybe an efficiency, something small, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, and build on that. You know, and like I told a guy before, you know, who was kind of struggling with that, I said, listen, stop trying to think you got to go from here to a house. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I said, you you go get you an efficiency, you move out on your own. Let's say you get an efficiency. It's yours. You don't got to put mm-hmm. shit in there, but you have, now you're developing a peace of mind where you can go out here and work four or five jobs because you're free. Your mind is clear. Mm-hmm. You can start achieving the money and reaching the stuff that you, you want. But we say no. If we can't get the house, then we're mm-hmm. just, just going to live with our mom. 
You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the house is so is so far far fetched in our minds. Even mm-hmm. with like losing weight, everybody thinks I need to go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. So they trick themselves up like, man, I ain't got time to go to the gym. You know, gym mm-hmm. is hard work. You don't have to go straight to the gym. Change your diet. Drink drink more water. Yep. Let's start with drinking drink water. water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's let's start there. Let's take out you know sugars or whatever. It's baby steps we can we can do to get what we want. But we think Absolutely. it's 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 extreme. We gotta if we don't go straight to the gym, we ain't losing weight. So fuck it, I'm just gonna be fat. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? We, everything, everything yep. is reachable, but we think we gotta do it extreme way. If we don't got two hundred thousand to go buy a house, we don't want the the like the dude did with the little startup homes and this and that and kind of mm-hmm. whatever. We don't want to put the work in, so we trick ourselves to think we can't achieve what we need to. And um and, and I. I got to say this, but I, I'm not, I don't want to go too far into it because I know this is a bigger discussion. When it comes to 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 therapy and 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 black men expressing themselves, I feel like we therapy has always had a stigma amongst mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. that if That's you went fact. to if you went to therapy, you was crazy. Yep. That was always the stigma. So mm-hmm. we like instead of being crazy. We just gonna keep the shit to ourselves. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's gonna drive us crazy, but instead of talking about it in therapy, you know what I'm saying, I'll just keep it to myself. What I mm-hmm. feel like and, and from experience myself, if you if you talk, you know what I'm saying, you can't talk to everybody. But if you, you find somebody you can kind of talk to and get things out, it releases yeah. a little bit of pressure off your shoulders. It ain't gotta and a be the bit. it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's enough. To where, to where that might lead you to going to therapy or going to counseling instead of trying to go from zero to 100. I feel like if you talk a little bit more, if we normalize talking to somebody or any or each other, I feel like that would help us achieve the next level of therapy where all we know is shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put my problems on nobody. No, sometimes you just need to talk. And then you can go to you don't always have to go straight from here to therapy. You know, we 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 trick ourselves out of stuff and tell ourselves this stuff is unachievable because we don't want to put the work in and do the baby steps. We want to go from zero to a hundred. Or we don't want to go from yeah. zero to a hundred. Yeah, that's a fact. And I'll tell you another thing that's like that. Um trading. We have been tricked into thinking investing and trading mm-hmm. in the stock market is so hard and so difficult. Or you got to have $50,000. Oh, you got to have a bunch of money to do it. And that's not the case. And, you know, I recently got into, um, I just uh, took a class, uh, not this week, but uh, last week on trading options. And because I want to get into options trading. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother world of trading. I'm like, yo, I'm like, it's, it's, I mean, it's good and I'm learning all this stuff now, but you know me. I'm thinking like, man, if I had known this shit 10 right. years ago, you know what I would be. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, it's so, but it's so many things like that. And we get so caught up and I, I ain't going to go here because this leads to a deeper thing. Mm-hmm. But we get, so, we got to be careful not to get so caught up in the white man. Right. Because that'll cripple us too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the white man. If I try to do this, I, I. I talked about this on you and you, uh, going back to what happened in Tulsa, right? Okay. Black Wall Street, 
all these uh, black folk had built up all these businesses in this town. And um, same thing with Rosewood. They built up all these businesses in town. White folk didn't like it, got mad, came in and destroyed it. Mm -hmm. You know how long ago Tulsa was? And we never tried it. I mean, people are trying it now. But I'm saying... Yeah, it's like, look how long it's taken us for us to set out to do that again. Yeah, we use Creating it as a crunch. Our own space. And and what we say, oh, we can't do that because as soon as we do that, mm-hmm. they're going to come in, they're going to tear it. Like, but what? Yeah. We use it, like you say, as a crunch to stop us from even trying. From even trying. Because we already know, we're we already blaming trying. the white man before we even start. Before we even start. And, and, and going back to what you said, and, and you're so right, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset. And one of the hardest things to do is to change somebody's mind yeah, definitely. on <laughs> said thing. I'm going to use this quick example, then we can move on. Mm-hmm. My kids, and I, I had to giggle at this today. My kids don't like cereal. Okay. I, I gave my son some Apple Jacks this morning. Mm. He was not rocking. And I had to chuckle at it because I'm like, yeah. I just remember being his age and how I used to crush cereal. Bro, cereal and, was and, a reward, <laughs> especially the yes. good cereal. You get the good and, cereal. Yes, and, and and my parents would be like, "Boy, you going through these boxes?" I just went to the grocery store two days yeah. ago. This cereal gone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially and, when we could get it on our own. Like when you got to the age where you could yeah. make your own cereal. Yeah, we was we but was I broke. Say that, <laughs> but I say that to say. Because their mom has been so strong on um, eating organic mm-hmm. and not eating a lot of junk, my kids was my kids aren't really being raised on that. Right. And so you get like you give my daughter uh, a honey bun mm-hmm. shit that we used to crush. She's not gonna eat it. Mm. She's not gonna eat it. She don't, she don't like it. Cereal. They don't eat cereal. My daughter don't eat meat. Shit that we trying to convince people and get people to do now, yeah. they already on it. So it's it's like that saying I always say, you can't miss something you never had, right? right? So she, my daughter, basically vegan without anybody saying, right. yeah, without anybody saying, oh, you know, you should be vegan because it's better for you. It's woo woo woo. She mm. don't like it. You know what I'm saying? If you gave her some chicken, she ain't rocking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now my son, it's certain things he'll eat. Like he'll eat ribs. He'll eat chicken. But he ain't gonna eat. I don't know. It's it's it, you know he got his things too. That, right. that certain things. But it's it just. I had to chuckle at the fact that I'm like, yo, I got kids that don't eat cereal. Like yeah, what? that's crazy. What <laughs> the kids don't eat cereal. You know what I'm saying? My kids will smash but, it. But like you say, it's all a mindset. Right. It's all a mindset. And if more parents, all the things that like like I'm learning trading and I'm learning all this stuff as an adult. I, you don't think I'm gonna get my kids on this shit early? Right. Before he's before my son is even old enough to open a fucking trading account, mm-hmm. he gonna know how to do it. Or or before somebody tells him this that, that, that ain't reality or it's, it's not achievable. Yeah, or it's too hard, it's not yeah. achievable. And they was it's this big thing going around now how they're having a hard time getting people to come back to work. And a lot of it is some people are are making more money off the unemployment than they made when they was working. Mm-hmm. But the other part is a lot of people were put in a position where they had to figure out other ways to make money because they couldn't work because of COVID. Mm. And now you got these people have figured out ways to make money. A lot of it is trading. There's a lot of people that has gotten into trading because of COVID. They had time to actually study it. 
Yeah, and they making money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I watched the um thing on YouTube. This girl, this girl got uh she had she couldn't work because of COVID or whatever. She got into the trading. Homegirl made almost ninety thousand dollars last year trading. Shit. She ain't going back to nobody's job. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? She got it now. I, and she basically was saying, I was put in a position where I was like, damn, I got to figure out how to make money. Yeah. Somebody introduced me to this. I picked it up. I got it. I put money out there. I invested. She said, last year I made almost $90,000. And and you got a lot of people, people have been putting money into this crypto and making you know big money off this crypto. They not going back to working no regular mm. job. Or oh, OnlyFans. So, yeah, <laughs> why you joking? Why you joking? I mean, we watched. Uh, what's the chick? Uh, uh, the little girl. We the, did not uh, watch nobody's only fans. No, we didn't watch nobody's oh. only fans. But I'm saying, the girl. Um, uh, catch me outside. Okay. The little girl. Catch me outside. Mm-hmm. Now she made a million dollars. Yeah, overnight. when she night. Yeah, when she was she turned eighteen or some shit, right? And yeah, she's like, she she's gonna make a sex 18. tape or something. She said, I'm a starter only fan. Yeah. She turned 18. She said, I'm a starter only That's wild. That little girl made a million dollars overnight. That's crazy. Just for having so, just for having the only fan. Yeah. So when you got people that they put been put in a position, they gotta figure out how to make money. Then they find a way to make it. Mm. It's gonna be hard to get the, especially when you don't even want to make the minimum wage fucking fifteen dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wonder how much I get for OnlyFans. Do, do niggas <laughs> do, do chicks want to see niggas with OnlyFans? Like, is that a thing? Do niggas it's, got OnlyFans? It's dudes that got. Yeah, it's dudes that got. Uh, Safari oh. got one. Oh, yes. The fuck Safari do he be doing? One. I don't want to know what he be doing on there. I, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they said he be getting naked on that joint though. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm. be doing him and him and his wife, uh, Erica Erica Mena. They both have OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay. People making money off that OnlyFans. We're gonna shit, start man. a uh, separated two OnlyFans pay. Hey, or we hey, uh, we get old up and wrestled each other. Nah, th- not like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, see, you know me. I can't wait to get naked. You right. Oh, um, you get naked. I'm gonna have Damn. my clothes on. Nah, you ain't gonna do no <laughs> videos with me. It's gonna be women in my video. But um, I don't, I don't know where we at. <laughs> yeah. But why? No, why we had uh, we had the Deion Sanders clip. Um, no, where uh, before that we had okay. uh, two guys debating um, their happiness from being poor to being rich. Since we talking about money, okay, let's go. Um, I I came across a clip and the two guys was one one guy, both millionaires. Mm-hmm. One guy was saying that he he was never happy, poor, right? Okay. And the other guy, the other millionaire argument was, yes, you can be happy and mm-hmm. not be rich, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I got I got what both of their points were. So so, and this is this could be real quick. The one mm-hmm. that was saying he was was never happy, poor. He felt like being having money and being a millionaire has has given him the opportunity to help. His family, mm-hmm. um, you know, he thinks about when his sister fell ill and she couldn't work, and how he was able to take care of things for her right. and stuff like that. Stuff that he wouldn't have been able to do broke. if he was broke, if he mm-hmm. was poor. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, "I'm, I, you know, that makes me happy. That makes me happy that he can you help. Know, money is that he can help, and money is not an issue for right. him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And the other guy was saying he disagreed. 
he felt like, yes, you can be just an average Joe, you know, work a regular job like a fireman or whatever and mm-hmm. be happy. He was like, I remember being broke and being happy. He was like, no, we didn't have a lot of stuff, but I was happy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't sad. And when I heard it, I was like, I get both sides. Definitely right? get both sides. Hearing it that way, I definitely I, get both sides. Yeah, I get both sides. But I'm saying, for me, I feel like, yes, I could be happy broke, but I'd rather be happy rich. No, no. <laughs> or, or, okay. Or would you be, rather be happy broke or miserable rich? Which one I is more I'd important? Be, I think I'd rather be miserable. <laughs> I don't think I could be rich and miserable. Oh well, I, well, I disagree because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people that's that's miserable. That's, no, that's rich. No, there are there are a lot of people that's miserable and rich. I say I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can be yeah. Well, but that's that's because you you have a foundation of what makes you happy. But I think a right. lot of people become rich and and never never took the time to figure out what makes them happy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think how you became rich plays a part too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if if you inherited money, because some people some people are just born into wealth. Right. You got people that's born into wealth. You got people that have um, that have done ill-willed things to get to the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think I think becoming if I became wealthy from just my honest grind mm-hmm. and putting in the work, I, I I think I would be in a great place. Right, but you're not unhappy not being rich. You see what I'm saying? I have unhappiness, but it ain't because of money. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, but do you think if you have money that will fix that, whatever makes you unhappy, whatever the unhappiness is? It'll make me deal with it a lot easier. <laughs> so because, you might but, you might be a piece, person who, you know, the money would actually, you know, make you happy. I think so. But I know I, I've I known so. couples that when when the money is there, you know, everything mm-hmm. is great. But when when they fall on hard times financially, the relationship is is at a it was at a as it has turmoil. You know, what I'm saying they 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 mm-hmm. arguing, they're trying to figure it out. Whereas though I know other couples who, of course, when the money's there, they happy. But when they fall on hard times, it brings them closer to figure out how to grind mm-hmm. and go get it. Gotcha. But but I I just feel like it's a level of uh. Your mental, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like there's yeah. mentally there are people who, and I tell people this all the time. Like, like even with me, you know what I'm saying? I got you know I got the four kids or whatever. I I could easily go out here and buy, go get me a new car. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and have a car note, buy all the shoes to come out. But then I'm still trying to figure out. All right, I gotta I gotta grind a little harder to get this for my kids, and my kids gotta be this blah 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 this and that. You know, but I could easily go out here. And and live check to check, trying to achieve these things that I see other people do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I know that to me is not that's not my happiness. I know I gotcha. could do it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. why? Like that doesn't that that that'll force us to struggle more because I'm mm-hmm. trying to go mm-hmm. out here and live a certain lifestyle. I live within my means. And I'm happy as hell, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm happy knowing that I can do if my kids are in something or they need something for for football or cheerleading or dance or want to go here. I know I can give my kids the world. While I'm still happy because I can buy you know a shoe that might come out. I don't need to buy fifty shoes. Give me the three. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. because I don't I, mm-hmm. I don't need it. But when you realize what's what's necessary and what's not. I guess it puts you in a different place. Because, of course, you can chase money all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at what cost? Does that does that take away and from your household? You know what I'm saying? Mine, yeah. And mine is not a... Buying things is the furthest thing from my mind. Right. My, but well, well, some my, person might feel like they got to buy everything. Right. Right. And see, I think for me, that's why I say money. That's why I say money will help my stress because my stress is like I always say my mm-hmm. kids like I want to put my kids in a position where they don't right. have to get it out the mud. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And like their mom is big on education. I don't come from that angle because I didn't go to college. You know what right. I'm saying? So you and I tried to explain to her. I barely went to high school. And I tried to explain to her, like, I'm, I don't knock her coming from that angle. Right. I'm like, that's great. But what if our kids get of age and college is not what they want to do? Right. Then what? You know what I'm saying? You can't make nobody do nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope that they get to that point and they want to do it. But even if they do, if let's say they do get to that point and they want to go to college. College ain't cheap. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is... My thing is doing things now, taking the, the proper steps now so that they are not in a position where they have to, you know, like I said, get it out the mud. Right. And so that's why I say I think it what leads to your success with money, I mm-hmm. think, plays a part in your happiness or unhappiness. You but, know what but, I'm saying? But I feel, again, I just feel like it's more of a trying uh, understanding. Like, even like you say with your yeah, kids. Yeah, like Like, my kids... You know, we like you said. I, I didn't go to college. College was the furthest thing from my fucking mind. Like it wasn't even an option. Right. You know what I'm saying? Their mom got degrees <laughs> right. and all this shit or whatever. And that's fine. But I've got it to where my kids can do the things that they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and of course, still with the grades. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like we, of course, we. You know, we we're. We've put it where college is not even a debate. Like you're gonna go to college. Like, but you 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 mm-hmm. raise them to to believe that. I'm saying all that to say I seen a post the other day where somebody was uh I posted their kid I think was 14 working and had did something, and people was like, oh I can't believe your child is working at 14. I would never work. I would never have my child this and that. And I'm like, uh, Why not? I mean. I don't know, but that was their argument. But I'm like, no. And mm-hmm. then another person was like, well, you know, as long as it don't come between school and this and that, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. And like me, I've never pushed my kids to work. Like, I've never said, oh, you got to get a job, you know, this and that. But, you know, once they got a certain age and they wanted to, I'm not going to stop them. Like, my son is 15. Right. He was in school. He's doing seven on seven football. He's playing high school football at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And he's working. You know what I'm saying? But these were all his choices. And I told him, you know, like, you don't have to do none of this. You know, but he's like, Dad, I want to. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to stop you from doing it, but I'm also also not going to pressure you. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that I can sit back and and let my kids live gives me happiness. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whereas absolutely. I don't I don't need a, a million dollars to feel happy. Now when I get a million dollars, you know what I'm saying, I'm I'm gonna be even happier. But I, <laughs> be ecstatic. I, I yeah, hell yeah. But I'm in a great place. Like I am extremely happy. I'm at peace. Like I don't I don't feel like money is gonna make me happier. I mean happy. Because I'm already happy. Whereas though, yeah, if yeah, I was yeah, miserable yeah. and I felt like I needed, again, if I was trying to keep up with certain people and trying to buy the biggest house and, and do this, then money would be something I needed and I would stress over it. Where uh, it would so make you, me unhappy. What, what you just said is major key. Basically what you're saying is money is not going to make you happy. What you should strive to do is be happy and then the money is just there a cherry you go. on top. Exactly. It's a cherry on top. Yeah. But, most like people, but most people feel like Money will make me happy. Like all this I'm going through now. If I had the money, I'd be happy. No, you'd be rich, but what if you still a piece of shit? You know what I'm saying? No, dead ass. And and you can't no, you. you you can't keep a woman. Your friends don't fuck with you. So you sitting around mm-hmm. a bunch of around a bunch of fake motherfuckers. And then when the lights go off, you know when the party's over, you sitting around in this big ass mansion, miserable because you ain't happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily I mean believe that money will make you happy. I, I feel you. I, I like how you said that. That's that was a uh, that was a good way to close that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this, and then and then we go move. It. I'm doing this because it's all just falling time. It's okay. So um, it says my husband lost his job, and I'm considering leaving him. She says my husband is a plastic surgeon, and he previously made five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars a year with bonuses at his practice. He was recently let go due to COVID, reducing plastic surgery patient load Hmm. he's a doctor and has only been able to find general practice work his highest offer has been two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and he's considering considering accepting the offer i know we need money but i don't want him to get used to working a low salary and not working hard to get back up to the mid 600s that we're accustomed he used to give me 10k a month allowance which has now been slashed to three thousand dollars a month I had to stop getting my nails and hair and salon services. My monthly shopping has been reduced significantly. I know he might recover, but he might not. And I also know my worth and what I'm accustomed. I feel just gross. Let me finish. I feel just gross having to accept this sort of lifestyle. I know there are other men at his old practice that clear more than 500000 a year, and there's no reason I can't get one of those men. <laughs> we don't have kids yet, and I just don't want to settle for some loser with mediocre ambitions. God damn. What should I, <laughs> what should I do? This is, this is my, um, let's ask, let's ask G-Dad. Right? <laughs> she says, what should I do? I'm afraid if I leave him too soon, I might find myself in in an even more difficult place. Please advise. I know I am a mod here, but even I need advice also. So yeah, I wanted to damn. go into that because we last episode we started a new segment, SG Deck. Yeah, <laughs> so damn. She's asking, what should she do? <laughs> Goodness. I'm about to uh, Kevin Samuels her. I bet she built like Emmett Smith. <laughs> God damn. Bro, hold up. So, shit. No, she, goodness. 
Um, shit. So her, so her dude goes. So let me paraphrase. Her right. dude goes from making five to seven hundred thousand to making about three hundred, two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> she's used to getting ten k a month right. in allowance. Now she's only getting three k, and she feels like now she's dealing with a loser. Okay, yeah. So I guess my my first thing hearing this was, what does she do? Uh, nothing. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, she don't do nothing. So your worth basically is is what somebody tells you it is. It's what she's saying. Okay, because this man basically told you what your worth is. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't achieve this on your own. You know he he brought you into this lifestyle, and and you're accustomed to it. So so, okay. <laughs> but it goes back to what we said earlier. You know she ain't in it for the love. She's definitely in it for the money, because Absolutely. right now, if she was anything she could make up the back end you know what i'm saying yep. or or understand yep. that you you lived this lifestyle for so long you know maybe it is time to kind of cut back but what more do you need if you're getting all this money Three. for x amount of years yep so yep. now that this dude fell on hard times you want to leave and go sleep with the the other head Surgeon <laughs> at the at the goddamn job, and 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 the, the crazy thing about this that this is becoming a theme amongst women that they're only in it for financial gain. It's but, not even about money and all that. And so you you bring up Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. This is what Kevin Samuels has been addressing. His his narrative is that. All you women are going for these these he call them high value mm-hmm. six over six figure making men when the average uh the average black man in America mm-hmm. makes about forty thousand dollars a year. Right. So he was his point to a lot of these women is that if you got a man that's making over forty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. you already have an above average earning man. Right, but but at what point, as 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 adults, <laughs> that I'm uh-huh. gonna say, do you get tired of your life being determined by somebody else? You know what I, I'm saying? Exactly. Like, why exactly. would why would you want it where someone had? Because that feels like control, in my opinion. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If if I'm saying I make eight eight hundred thousand dollars, you ain't got to work. But you know what? You gonna do? You <laughs> Focus. He said eight, $800,000. <laughs> I'm about to say 80000 but no. If I'm making 800000 you. you know what I'm saying, and, and I'm allowing you not to work, I'm basically saying I'm in control. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Please. But what, as an adult, why would you want anybody to have control over you? Mm-hmm. At what point do you have your own self-respect that that you bring something to, like what do you bring to the table? And I talk about this I'm with people all the time. This. I talk about this with people all the time. And I guess it's just me. I have an issue with being some shit. Mm. I don't give a fuck if I'm picking trash up off the side of the road. You ain't going to say I'm some shit at that. I'm going to be the best fucking trash picker upper ever because I have self-respect. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, seriously. Like, I just don't understand. I hear you. Where people lose their dignity in, in allowing someone to take care of them or allowing someone to feel like they have an upper hand on them. Now, if you working, you know what I'm saying, and you bringing something to the table that's different. 
you know what I'm saying? And and maybe y'all accustomed to a certain thing and when things fall off, you know, then you can kind of pick it up or you can decide, okay, maybe, you know, whatever. But <laughs> people falling in love and, and being married off of things that ain't love is I guess it's hard for me. I don't I don't really understand why would you want to give cuz you, you can be with anybody. Yeah. You know, why do I have to why do I have to marry somebody that I don't love when I can easily have somebody around me that I can control really 24/7? No, no, no. Fuck fuck that. that. I don't got to marry you, but if I wanted some some motherfucker I just want to control, I can go get that. Mm-hmm. I don't want right. to marry you where 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 shit like this saying. happens. Now I got to mm-hmm. give you this or now you're entitled to this. If I just want company mm-hmm. and I'm rich, I'm going to go get company. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like why are we why are we marrying for anybody to take care of us? Yeah. Cuz again, yeah. what as a human, as an adult, what do you bring to the table? You don't want to feel worth something? <laughs> like but she's this, literally saying this, I'm not this. worth nothing. Well, I don't feel like I like what do you like <laughs> he should be saying <laughs> He should be asking me what should he do with this chick that he can't afford yeah. no more. But it, this is a this is a narrative or a theme that's happening amongst a lot of these women. Now, to everything you just said, I'm mm-hmm. glad you said it. I'm gonna play a clip for you. Okay. Okay. Check this out. That's the most important. So thing. you'll take a basic bitch that is somebody that you want to talk to over a bad bitch that will inspire you. So you consider yourself a bad bitch? No, yeah, I do actually. So you above basic? Well, you don't work. You don't have no attributes to the table here. Like what I are we do talking have about? attributes. I'm like a, what? I'm, a, I'm. I inspire my men. How you don't got no job? You got what's your education? Listen, what, when, what's your but you have to no, but you have to realize that when men make it to a certain level, right. they're not checking for a woman's education. They're not when you're ch- when you're making millions of dollars, you don't care about a woman's education. Yes, you do. Talk to plenty of rich men. I do. T- I'm I, a rich I, man. I got an estate in Malibu. Okay, two state? acres. Yes. Oh, two I would acres. like to see the paperwork. Okay, we can show <laughs> Go ahead and show, show me the title. To, we gotta show a paperwork to somebody that got no paper. That would make no sense. Show me, <laughs> show me, pull no up that deed. Can he pull, pull up, up the deed? deed? Can you pull you up the deed? You don't even know what a deed is. You don't even know what a deed is. You got? What deed you got? Deed to these. You, come on, man. You, 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 got, you got a little residue underneath your nose, baby. He's certified. He's certified. But I get but what you're saying. I get what you're saying, though. Is she yeah. fucking with loser, fat, old niggas got money? I get nah, it. Nah, negative. But when you're when, seriously, There's when no you reach you a certain nobody level, efficient when you reach you. a certain level, you don't care if that girl works as a bottle girl. You don't care if this it girl has matter. a job. We like you don't that. care. We gotta have somebody got some smarts, though. We can tell you ain't got no smarts. Like we need somebody with some brain. It ain't about just want to suck my dick all the time. The energy needs Damn. to be matched. We need, yeah. What you yeah, it's, it's, it's I, bigger than but just. But you're saying because she doesn't have a job or work, it don't matter. she can't we, match we, your energy? It don't matter. I'm talking about you personally on the But you don't know terms. me personally. I can tell you, you ain't got no brain. Honey, I work <laughs> in corporate finance. You what did? are you talking So yes, why are you not baby? employed now? Because I don't want to be. So you want to be a slave to a man with some money? I want to, no, honey. I want to be an inspiration with how? someone with some money. What, how are you going to inspire him? Please explain that. Baby, I just told you. Obviously, you weren't listening. I'm listening quite fine. You see you coming to lingerie, but... No, no, you weren't listening, ain't gonna, though. Ain't gonna like, do nothing I, for I, you wasn't nigga. listening. Okay, I got you. I won't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically said what you just said. So right. he was like, so basically you want to be a slave 
right. you know, because you you ain't bringing nothing to the table, so you want to be my slave. You know right. what I'm saying? Because cause he kept saying, oh, you got to do more than just suck some dick. You got to right. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but th- this is a thing. A lot of these women, I came across something where they were, uh, women were talking about how girls, they, they taking their money and they're going and getting all this body work done and all mm-hmm. that because they think that's going to help them score some celebrity right. or some ball player or, you know. And what you like, will, and what you, they, it will grab somebody's attention. I will say that. It will grab somebody's attention. The physical. It will grab somebody's attention, but that, but that's going to be short-lived. Short-lived. Exactly. Because, John, if we be in a hundred, if I'm a, if I'm a millionaire or whatever, who, what's, what's to stop me from going out here, meeting somebody who has something going for them, some drive, and, and paying for them to look a certain way. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you saying because you look a right. certain way that you deserve to be with me, but you ain't bringing shit else to the table where I got enough money where I can get with somebody who has something going with them and we can look a certain way. Yeah. But see, it also speaks to how shallow a lot of these women think men are. They think yeah. men are so shallow that that's all they got to do is just look good. Just but we are. Good. We we are. We are. And, and, and <laughs> No, no, dead ass. Because we are. Okay. For a moment. <laughs> For a moment, right. Because right, eventually right. that wears off, and that's why they get cheated on. That but they quick. stick around. Yeah. yeah, but they'll stick around. They'll know that this, this uh, millionaire is cheating on them. But, of course, they sticking around because it's like, oh, I get I get 250000 allowance, you know what I'm saying, every month. Yep. So I'm going to stick it. He <laughs> can go stick his dick over there in Sally. I know he's not happy, but we we going to be unhappy together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, what kind right, of right, morals right. is that? But that, go, right. that goes back to money making you happy. Ain't nobody happy. Mm. We're just rich. Mm. Mm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean – it's 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 I mean we touch we're touching on a lot of different things at once. Right. Um and and all I can say is is I don't know how we recover from where we are now as a society. I don't know yeah. how we recover from this. Me either. And I, I and and all I can say is if you find if you find somebody that's really down for you and is really willing to work with you and adjust and compromise and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. you better hold on to them like a pot of gold. But maybe we need we need the uh the um men in black joint where you hold up the light and everybody that's just exactly erase their motherfucker. Just start over. From scratch. Right. We gotta start from scratch, man, because these you listen to these women. These are the women that are raising the children of tomorrow. Right. That's crazy. And you see what, what already happened to the women of our generation with this mindset of you don't need no man, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. What is it going to be when my son gets 25? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These women's going to be off the chain. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's going to be off the chain. But, and this, right. mind you, that was a black woman talking. I don't know, white girl. That was I a definitely black thought it was a white talking. girl. <laughs> that was a black woman That's talking. That's crazy. How did we get to this point, right. man? How did we get? That's crazy. But <laughs> I will say this. I say I say all that. You know, I know we we talking real, and we trying to help everybody achieve a certain thing. But me, 
I'm trapping any woman over here out here that's making over a hundred thousand. Take what I say with a grain of salt because I'm gonna flip the script now. <laughs> I'm trapping. See what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna latch on to somebody making a lot of money. And I'm just gonna bring laughs, laughs to the table, bro. Like that's my job. I'm just gonna sit around and make Man. you laugh. You know what I'm saying? And that cuddle good. Hilarious. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh, man. I don't know where we go from here, man. Well, we real quick. I wanted to, uh, yeah, yeah. I know we did. Okay, but I wanted, to, I, know we gonna, I wanted to play the Deion Sanders clip. Okay. Because okay, I wanted to kind of talk about that. You going to play it? All right. Yeah, let me play it right now. Um, here we go. You even tweeted that this year, 200 or 256 players, players were drafted. drafted and not one from HBCU. Right. I don't like I don't like that stat. I'm changing all that. But I understand that stat prime because y'all cannot compete with the teams that have so much resources. Those power five prime, you you cannot compete with the power five. So how do you compete with them? You bring, you, you bring in a you bring in a you bring in a conduit for change. You bring in a conduit for change. Everything starts with the mind first. Let's attack the mind and understand how can we level the playing field. First of all, I don't want to level nothing. I want to have the advantage. I want to have the advantage. Now, you mean to tell me that uh, this brother here coming out of the heart of Miami is better suited to go somewhere like that than come to me? Yes. When I speak his language, when I know his voice, when I know his needs and I know his wants, and I set right where he set. How is that? So now you're into the glamour. So if you're into the glamour and the glitz, I want you to go over there where you want to go. But if you're into the real, if you're into the genuine, if you're into let's build this thing and let's get up out of this mess and never look back, hey, you need to ride with me. You go to Florida, you go to Florida State, you go to Florida. Man, this is a one-way ticket to the NFL. It seems as though, but it wasn't a one-way ticket until we made it that way. Mm-hmm. Florida wasn't birthing people left and right to them cats start rolling through there like that. They made the way. Florida State, shoot, we wasn't a program like it is. The prime got there. You know, all these other cats, the UM one like that until Mel B and all them got there. So it took a group of us to provoke change. Why can't we be the change for us? Yeah. Now, I agree with you on the aspect that the glitz and the glamour. That's cool. Now, if I could, if I had all that, now there's a competitive advantage. Now we saying, okay, now apples to apples, I'm going with my brother. But it's not like that. I got to get it like that. Success is oftentimes, as a coach, quantified by wins and losses. It's not that for me. Okay. That's the we. I mean, that's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. And I and I like what 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 Prime was saying, what Deion Sanders was saying. And and I've always had an issue with this. Well, I ain't gonna say issue. I've always wondered this. Mm-hmm. I think what he's missing is it's not really about. I understand what he's saying. He want to level the playing field. He want the 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 black athletes to go to black colleges and stuff like that. And I agree. Mm-hmm. But majority of the the black athletes is coming out of Florida or the Texases or the New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? All the the ghettos. This you know they they breeds the athletes. Mm-hmm. When you go to college, you're going for money. Let's keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? These schools are offering you some some underlying money somewhere to get your family going early, especially if they know you're okay. going to be something. Okay. And I think that that's one that, that HBCUs lack. They don't have the finances to pay niggas under the table. 
because alumni, you know what I'm saying, to these big schools are, are kicking back and they allowing, they're helping you to finance your mom having a job or getting a car. These big schools are. Where, and I think majority of the athletes that's going to these schools, they need money because we're poor. We're from the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? We're struggling. Mm-hmm. Mom, single mom or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's always monetary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a guarantee. Even if you're not paying me, it's a guarantee that I'm going to get looked at by the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I've okay. never understood why our – because sports is majority – Niggas, if we being a hundred, you know, what I'm saying? especially basketball yeah. and football. Right. I've never understood why we don't put money into these HBCUs because well, I feel like that's the only thing that's separating these schools. Because it, like, the, even uh, recently, didn't the basketball dudes, a couple of the top dudes, decide to go to HBCUs? Yep. And I don't know these dudes, and I'm pretty sure that they're stable enough where they don't need the money but a lot of people going to college need some kind of financial backing and i think that's what the 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 upper schools are offering they're separating between the H- going to hbcu or going to duke so you you feel like all these players are getting paid uh, uh, the, i think the ones we're they're talking about are the top athletes i think they're getting something on the back end whether it's your mom getting a job, you know, saying that she probably would have never got because okay, let's say let's say that for the for the sake of your your mm-hmm. take, let's say that is absolute the fact, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what Dion is saying though. Maybe Dion is saying, you know, not only get the players to come here, but get get folk to invest. The yeah. the you know, the black celebrity or the black right. athletes that he rubbed elbows mm-hmm. with the whole nine to start. To put money That's into ins- the, the HBCU. Instead of, yeah, instead of giving money back to the schools we pay, we play for mm-hmm. that don't really need it. Don't need let's it. Let's put it in these HBCUs. Let's get these players coming to these HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Let's get these HBCUs on television. Could they talking you know about, talk about talent-wise? And I'm like, you can get all the majority of the 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 athletes to come to these HBCUs and now the playing feels equal because nobody's watching a, a, a white running back, white quarterback, white wide receiver. You're not watching that game. Right. You're not. Right. You're going to go right. where the points is being scored, the hits is being laid, the jukes yeah. is happening. But if 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 they are getting some on the back end, I ain't going to say getting something on the back end because you know, that's, that's not legal. But if we eliminate that process – I think it makes it easier to go to HBCUs. Cause Dion, but so go, so going back to what I was getting at, I think that's a very select few people that's getting paid to. I don't I I, I don't think that's as normal as you thinking. I think that's more rare. No, I think it's pretty normal. Even like let's take LeBron when he was in. Remember LeBron was riding around with H twos in high school and throwback jerseys and shit. Well, that's because he got that he got that Nike contract in high school. That's what I'm saying. I, you, you, it's it's monetary again. Is what I'm saying. And if if us if we put if we can if we're, we're chasing money if we're directing you to to Howard as opposed to Duke with with the kind of same financial quote unquote backing. What what stops you from going to Howard over Duke? You see what I'm saying? I feel like that's think, the point I that's think, missing. 
I think people go to the higher schools because they're, they're like you said, that those are the schools that we all put our everybody put their attention to. Right. Miami, the Miami Hurricanes are known for getting top recruited players. Right. Just like Duke is Duke in North Carolina is known for getting top recruited basketball players. Right. And so I'm gonna go to North Carolina because the chances of me getting drafted to the NBA is now higher. Right. Than it would be going to. So again, I. But I'm. Right, it's a, yeah. it's a some type of gain that's gonna be there, and that's what Dion saying. Dion is saying, we need to get that same attention to these HBCUs. The question is, the ultimate question is, what players are going to make that sacrifice to help make that happen? And I'm and I'm saying it's only going to be the ones. It's it to get the bigger names. It's going to take the same undercut that the big schools are taking because I believe that, mm-hmm. that, that they are paying some and somehow in some way, some shape or form. And I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can get some two ways to come to HBCUs, but to get the four ways to come, it's going to need mm-hmm. to be some money behind that, that program because eventually mm-hmm. if enough go in there, you ain't got nobody to draft from Duke. You gonna have to draft them from FAMU. Because that's where everybody's at. And that's what's on TV now. Like Jackson, it took from Dion to go there. They on TV all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not saying he, he giving players money, but it's just that attention. But I feel like if we can to 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 take to put the attention on the HBCUs, I think they need to start operating like the Dukes and the Harvards and the and the North Carolinas have at one point in time. Not saying they're doing it now, but they have at some point. Uh, a point in time to get them there but as black people what well, we all know <laughs> when we mm-hmm. get any kind of fame or fortune or money the last thing we want to do is help each other out and that's reality you know what i'm saying that's that's reality we we uh and we talked about this somebody asked me this you know the other day why why is it that that why is it that and I'm like, because we've been brainwashed to believe to achieve anything is white. You know what I'm saying? So when we get to a certain level or we feel like we need to reset, we rub shoulders with the whites. And it's like, what's the first thing they tell us? Like if, if somebody was running some shit, they'd be like, nah, you got to go ahead and get it like I did. I got it from the mud. You got to go get it. But when white people do it, they'll go take crackhead Jimmy who, who dropped out of college nine times who got kicked out for for smoking weed or whatever and they'll give them a a top level job at their at their firm just because he's family you ain't no black person doing that we ain't taking our uh our thieving ass cousin from southeast and, and, <laughs> and, and, and putting him in no building we not right you gotta achieve right. it on your own that's what we've always been taught you know what i'm saying but white mm-hmm. people were, were were easily you know what I'm saying? Help each other out. And I, I know I, I went down the the, the, the rabbit no, hole. No, it's good, good talk. Yeah. But we have, to, we have to normalize helping each other out instead of running from yes. each other. That's true. Because when we get a little bit of money, what's the first thing we do? <laughs> we ain't coming back to the hood. There? Hell nah. We don't want to live around y'all. And I don't even think it's I don't even think it's about coming to back to the hood. I think it's more 
more so about just cre- helping create resources cuz I don't right. I'm not totally I'm not totally with the just handing out money thing either. No. Especially when you when you handing out money to folk that you know they ain't going to No, we ain't handing out seed. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just going to eat the seed. But I, it doesn't hurt to give back to the community in ways yeah. to create different infrastructures to help the people in that community. Yeah. How much you are school I mean? books? Yeah. How much yeah. is a gym? How much is a desk? Or, co- or computers? How much or, is computers? Yeah, yeah. How much absolutely. is how much are buses to get kids back and forth to school? Absolutely. How much is after school programs? How much is a YMCA? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? These are things absolutely. we're not thinking about that that help absolutely. us equal the playing absolutely. field. Absolutely, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. But I, I'm I'm hoping that Dion is able to help counterpoint. Uh, uh, that mindset yeah. amongst more athletes and and you know black folk with money. I mean, going back to the money thing, like these HBCUs could and and don't think HBCUs are broke. Neither no, that's the other no, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, don't think these schools are broke. You know what I mean? But they just like you said, they don't get that they're two A or whatever the case, and they don't get the they don't get seen like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if they start hiring more Deion Sanders as coaches and start, you know, bringing in, recruiting, you might not get all the top players, but you can get all the next tier. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and then you'll eventually get it, and then you'll start seeing the Jacksons versus uh, Florida State. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all it takes for Jackson or somebody to beat a Florida State. Right. And then it's like, oh, snap. You right. know what I'm saying? Or oh, eliminate they, they Florida State. Now it's Jackson versus FAMU. You know what I'm saying? Because all the athletes over here. like, Or yeah, Howard yeah, versus yeah. Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's over there. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I'm I'm also curious to see, like, those ball players that have gone to HBCUs, how does it affect their next level? In right. It? You know what I mean? Because, you know – the good old boys are making an example out of you. You Quickly. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you be like, oh, you want to go to HBCU? Yeah. Well, you're going to be working no at a car wash. Coming, right. Yeah, no scouts coming to see you. So that's going to be a curse. But I think a lot of these players that are, are top tier like that are just good. I think it don't matter. I mean, they're willing to take some right. of these players straight out of high school. Yeah, so exactly. why wouldn't they take them from an HBCU? Exactly. You know what I mean? So, But it's a mindset. Yeah. Again, mindset. Yes. Definitely a mindset. We're going to need a title, man. We talked about a lot of good stuff. <laughs> right. We talked about a lot of good stuff. I'm a, um, Even though we went totally off track of what we had planned tonight, mm-hmm. I think it was a good show. And I think we're going we gonna to sign off right here, man. Yeah, I hope unless they you, enjoy you had something, I, well, Unless you no, had something no. you wanted to review. Do I? I do. Real quick, before you said that. Two things. Well, one thing I want to review okay. that I want to say something that we can get out of here. Okay. I don't think I talked about it on here, but I was really against listening to DMX's album. You know what I'm saying? I haven't okay. heard I haven't heard DMX rap in over ten years. I can't tell you the last time I heard him on anything. Like I I've, okay. I haven't heard him. He hasn't been active. You know, like you got you got Jay and Nas. You know they still active. They you know they can still spit it. Fifties. You know what I'm saying? They still around. Like they they still give you some bars here and there. I haven't heard nothing from DMX, so I was like, ah, oh, you know, I know he passed and. People throw albums together when people pass or whatever. And I was like, I'm not in no big rush to listen to DMX. Today I decided to listen. And I will say that this might be one of his better albums. In really? my opinion. 
Yes. I mean, of wow. course, not the Dawkins head. Uh, it's dark, hell is hot, blood of my blood. Not that caliber. But his later stuff, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really care for. This album mm. gives me uh, Born Again vibes. Like how they threw big with the with the newer, whatever was popping at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of threw his verses. And you see his verses kind of hanging with those guys. You know, even though X was alive to record his, so that was a difference. Like he worked on this album mm-hmm. himself, but to see him keep up and actually still have it, I was like, "Damn!" Like this was really good. It was way better than I anticipated. Like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was. It was old X, in my opinion. Uh, he still gave you kind of new grown X. You know, it took a okay. switch, and I, I was listening to Swiss today. In the interview, and he was saying how X wanted to do that. He was like, "I wanna, I don't wanna still be in my twenties or whatever. I wanna kind of rap fifty. You know, I, I wanna rap my age. You know, I wanna embrace my I age." Like that. Yeah, and he did. Like he did without without the compromise, because I know gotcha. I'm I'm one who I'm not really big on growth when it comes to rappers. Like, and that's always when you say that. Yeah, it it, it kind of bothers me. Why not? I, it's like I don't mind Denzel still killing. You know, I don't mind. Uh, what's my man? Uh, what's my man? Fuck! I just lost his name. The white guy, Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't mind Tom Cruise okay. still shooting up motherfuckers at, at fifty years old. You know what I'm saying? Because I look at it as entertainment. So I don't mind okay. rappers staying in that pocket that they had that made them great. I don't mind it. I don't mind Gucci still rapping like oh three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I look at it as entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Some people. Okay. Some people like let's say Cole or Kendrick, when they get older, even Nas, you know Nas kind of. But what happens when that when that said artist is not inspired by that anymore? They don't they don't find in, inspiration in that. And that's fine. I mean, but I mean, I guess that's for you know for for your crowd. You know, you you're you're with evolving. I'm. I don't really necessarily need it. I'm not saying I'm against it. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't want rappers to feel like I gotta grow up. You know, what I'm saying just to to stick around. So you cool. So you cool. You're completely cool with the state of hip hop and all this killing and and. No, uh, I wouldn't say killing. I, just rap wise. Like X X literally rapped. Like old X to me, and then he switched. You know what I'm saying? He went into, but X always kind of really gave you that. Yeah, X always was yeah, kind of that, right? So, and he did this on this album, so I, it wasn't like a four 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 to me. Where it's like, you know, and Jay's always been, you know, Jay's always kind of laid the the next level. You know what I'm saying? We taking off Before, jerseys. I, we we're I hear, we're growing. I hear, yeah, but I hear a lot of people speak about four four four, and I think the thing that people miss about four four four, it was a concept album. It yeah. was it was the the reason why the lyrics was uh, like they were because it was a it was a it was a concept album. Right, it, it's like American Gangster. American Gangster was like it was because it was a concept album. It was about drug dealing mm-hmm. and da 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 da. Four 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 was about you know. This is where I'm at mindset yeah. wise. My family, my kids. It, that was the concept of the album. Yeah, and, and you saying you don't want to no, hear that. Yeah, yeah. I want just just tell me about Marcy. I, I'm cool with that. But I say that to say, <laughs> first and foremost, that that DMX album was great. I I, I okay. really enjoyed it. It's it's definitely up uh-huh. there. But I um 
I was listening to Peter Rosenberg on on Dreet Chance recently, and he said something that that kind of resonated with me. I was like, "Damn, you know what I'm saying?" Most people don't think about it that way. Okay. He was saying what's what's messed up about the hip hop uh, generation, uh, hip hop genre, is we shun the old. You know, it's like when you get older, we we're done with you. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to hear nothing else, whatever, whatever. When every other genre, as you get older, you get appreciated more. But he was saying we need to stop judging albums like we did when they first came out. So I, I, I shouldn't agree. I shouldn't compare four 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 to reasonable doubts. Not saying I do, Facts. but he's saying people exactly in general shouldn't mm-hmm. because when we go to these Jay Z shows, we're not going to Jay Z shows to hear new records. We're not. No. You no. want him to play the the joints. Then mm-hmm. we know, and he does that, right? Mm-hmm. But in album wise, long as they're showing that they can still rap, you know what I'm saying? Like that should be appreciated. Mm-hmm. All all he got to do is give us one or two songs per album to do at these shows as he's growing, and we need to stop worrying about the whole body of work, comparing it to to old bodies of work because we're not going to hear the new stuff. We want to hear the classic Jay. So if Jay give us one joint off of uh, Life of OJ, if he give a story of OJ, whatever it's called, he give us mm-hmm. that added to the catalog, yeah. with the show going to be fire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we judge that's basically what he does. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, in hip-hop, we judge albums. It's like, oh, 444 mm-hmm. wasn't, wasn't Better than reasonable doubt. Print. That shit trash. Right. <laughs> no, it's right. not trash. He's still rapping. He can show you that he can rap. But he only need one joint off of there to add to the show because he already got his show. We yep. need to appreciate the fact. show and stop worrying Facts. about comparing albums. And I was like, damn, that was tough. Like, That's that is true. That is true. That's right. When we go That's to these fact. concerts, we want to hear the joints. And and so going back to your 444 thing, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the total opposite because I the redundantness. I, I can you rap about something else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't, if I want to hear Reasonable Doubt Jay, as a matter of fact, Jay-Z said this. He was like, um, he was like, um, uh, I don't like something, something to the fact of, I don't like Jay, I like his old shit. And he mm-hmm. said something to the fact of, if you want my old shit, then buy my old album, nigga, like, if you want to hear Reasonable Doubt, Jay, go listen to Reasonable yeah. Doubt. If you want to hear Blueprint, Jay, go listen to Blueprint. Nah, you know I wanna, what I'm saying? I want to hear Blueprint, like, Jay, at 50. That's what I want. Yeah, but I hear you, but yeah, it's just some shit. Some artists will probably do that, yeah. but I, I would imagine some artists, that's just kind of hard to do. It's it's like me. It's like but I guess shit that I, I would sit and talk about mm-hmm. at 20 I'm not sitting and talking about at fifty. Right, I don't but give I, a fuck. I guess when you put yourself in a in a certain certain demographic, it's hard to to change. See what I'm saying? And and let me say this. Mm-hmm. And let me say this. Jay is one of the few. Jay and Nas are two of the few that's been able to go this long. Right, We've right, right. never really seen right. rappers because we don't allow it. We don't allow it. Or they don't keep the same skill level. Because, I mean, but but, but they, if they if they thinking I gotta rap, if I if they let's say Rock him, I don't I don't know what Rock mm-hmm. him is up to. You know what I'm saying? He might work at mm-hmm. Walmart. That's that's fine. <laughs> but, 
But Rakim might say, Y'all don't wanna uh y'all don't wanna hear me rap like Rakim. You want me to grow mm. and I can't grow. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't I don't mm. feel comfortable rapping this growth, so I'll just fall back. Where if we appreciate it or accepted it, like we appreciate growth in the Jay Z, then it might be they can stick around a little longer. But with in hip hop we're so judgmental. But I say that to say, uh like like Jay to me was always a certain rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always appreciated him for being a certain rapper. Whereas though a Nas, Nas doesn't seem changed to me. Okay. Because he came out a certain way. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So when he does mm-hmm. a, a XYZ, it's like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? That's cool because I'm used to that. But when Jay flips, it's like, uh, I kind of want you to, and I'm not saying I feel this way about Jay. I'm just using him as an example. No, you know I, know, what I know what you're saying. It's just like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't want that from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if Gucci Mane started rapping about so you'd be like, nah, I don't want that from you. We good. Okay. You I know what I'm saying? I get that. When you put yourself I in a certain box. Like, Kendrick but, and Nicole, to me, can go forever because, and a Wale, because they don't have a a demographic. It's like, we can bounce around. We accept it. But I would go on a limb and say, 444 is kind of like reasonable doubt. If you go, if you go into, like, a lot of the stuff Jake talks about now he been talking about mm. over the years if you listen to songs like um i can't think of titles right now i mean i could but i could go through a plethora right, of right, songs right. where jay has been giving messages mm-hmm. in the songs and yeah i agree i think 444 might be the closest thing to a reasonable doubt that he's done or, over the years or he's like you say he's given us messages but it's sprinkled in with uh okay with the streets okay. is watching us you know what i'm saying like it ain't it ain't okay. as blatant you know you, got you, got you know you, got you know what i'm saying so you put got all you. of those on one album it's like ah you're forcing it but if you sprinkle did, it in still but he did say truthfully i want to rhyme like common sense right he did say that yeah but we wasn't he, accepting oh, it and he knew that but now he's at a state where I can rap like this and it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Because it ain't gonna hurt his legacy. Nothing gonna hurt me no. at this point. You know but what I'm saying? But I promise you, Jay, if you come out with a reasonable doubt, you know what I'm saying, we won't be upset. <laughs> we won't be mad. Be upset. Nobody will be upset. All right, but your review, your review. No, that was it. I was the DMX. I wanted to review the DMX. That was it. Yeah. No, oh, you you didn't have a show? I thought it was something you was watching. You was oh, Titans. About the Titans. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, well, yeah. Titans to me is a. Uh, is a great show. So it's based on I knew Titans from my kids watching the show called Teen Titans. It was okay. uh, it was a cartoon or an animated show. Oh, this show. is the same thing cuz I know Teen Titans. Yes. Too. So it's it's that. Oh, wow. But for adults. So it's Robin, oh, uh Starfire, Beast Boy, it's all of them, but on a if you ever watched Gotham before? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. on a Gotham type level where it's for adults. Uh, Okay. But the shit, I'm gonna tell you. All right. So the first episode, um, it's these drug dealers in the alley making a drug deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, Robin drops down, and I think he might have thrown some smoke or something. I don't know, but he drops down, and everybody looking like, "Oh shit, where's Batman?" Like all the drug dealers and stuff got their guns out. They looking up in the sky like, "Where's Batman? Where's Batman?" So they look and they like, "Oh, he's alone." You know what I'm saying? So they they thinking it's sweet. Robin beats the shit out their ass. And 
Bro, he beat the shit out there, and then he be like, he was like, "Fuck Batman." You see what I'm saying? Like it's like this uh, is like Robin gets busy. Like we used to Robin being a bitch and always uh-huh. being. Pu- Robin gets busy. Like, bro, I had no idea. Bro, that's what I'm saying. This shit is a. It is. It's like beautifully written to me because it's like it. It goes. Where stuff has already happened, like they already established, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they meet mm-hmm. new people, whatever, whatever. But they talk about stuff that's happened before, the older, the older mm-hmm. ones. Okay. But the show takes you back to certain things where you catch up. You're like, oh shit, that's why we here. But uh. the way they wrote it, and like they, like Bruce Wayne, like is now in 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 the play. Bruce Wayne that popped up. He's not Batman. I mean, it's a Batman's spot real quick like he he's batman real quick but it ain't about batman it ain't about him okay. it's you. all about robin and the sidekicks pretty much gotcha but they imp joker was in there like they throw a little shit here and there but it's like that ain't what it's about we, we sprinkle it in there but the the storyline is just it's fucking amazing bro oh, yeah, titans how long is this new 2018 i think it came out so this ain't the third season? Uh, I don't even know if it's still going. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. wow. I'm about to check it out. Yeah, I, yeah. I had, well, you was, you kept talking about it, and um, I had no idea it was actually about like, super, like a superhero. Yeah. But it's not like a forced superhero. It's like still everyday shit, but they superhero. Got you. Got you. I follow. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I definitely think people should check it out. All right. That's what it is. Uh, we good? Yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> it's to separate the two podcasts. I'm your boy O King Johnny O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny with my co-host. And you and you stepchild G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick James. Hey, make sure you check out you and you network on Instagram. Make sure you check out separate underscore the underscore two on Instagram. And you can find us on all platforms. All we actually do is subscribe and share. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. If you go to the Separate the Two Instagram, the link is in the bio. You can find all our shows. It's an easy way for you to share our program with whoever you want to. It's the Separate the Two podcast. Uh, we don't oh, do no oh, overtime. We don't do no overtime, but we did do overtime. I just wanted to say <laughs> that this right here shows <laughs> how, how much... Father's Day is not important to people because we oh. here as two fathers <laughs> getting ready for our day, and we didn't even discuss it. Okay, okay. we need shout but out to fathers. We shout out to all the fathers. It's Father's Day is coming. Shout out to all the fathers. But we're gonna we let's reconnect this talk at when we come back after Father's Day. Okay. <laughs> All right. but happy but Father's Day out. to the fathers. But yeah, happy Father's Day to the fathers. Shout out to all the fathers. Enjoy yourself. Make that woman do something for you, and um, all that good stuff. And then we go come back and, and either be happy or complain about Father's Day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a separate two podcast. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Sippin', sippin', this not the Moscato sippin', Bitch, I'm gifted, I'm smokin' gelato We been a nigga that steppin', we came in the door One that takin' the flow, call it repo My doggy gon' bite, no Chico Get hit with the Draco and make him with Rico Ain't shoppin' Rodeo You wanna see the three Migo, then turn on your Vivo The record of Mayo Cuttin' up cheese like I ate a bag of some Cheetos They must forgot we the Migos Steppin' enough out the bando I done been quiet for too long I cut that Cuban, it's too tone I heard he trappin', they tappin' it static Tell that boy go get a new phone I done been luck out the new home Avalanche with the blue stone I'm the shit, can't find the fit My neck is a fridge, the rings and bricks I retro the kicks, ain't giving no kiss I'm giving a dick, you stand 
staying too long like you seen the ghost So whip out your camera, take you a pic So when you get home, get back on your phone Zoom in on the flick and look at the drip She asked me to pay for the ass to get lift I told her I'm better off, give you a lift Take on my put on my trust in the hole with no benefit Till I go jump off a cliff